0: Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. It's another episode of Not Too Taboo. It's the comedy segment. (laughs) right. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, it's improv. You just kind of work on it. You throw it back and forth. Oh my God. I'm could- so excited about our guest today because you know, we're going to be talking comedy. Mm-hmm. And and you are an incredibly funny person. You
1: know what? We're not even going to go down that path. Come on. Let's have a conversation
0: about you doing stand-up at the improv.
1: This, okay. First of all, there is no me doing stand-up. This was you and me together, buddy. And you coaxed me into doing it.
0: Gretchen, Christine, Rossi, you came up with these amazing little skits. Yeah,
1: but that's because you
0: made me do it. I did not make you stand in a bikini.
1: You Okay, hold up. let a sash reverse, and a reverse, crown. Reverse. Reverse, reverse Wait a minute. buddy.
0: I did not make you stand okay, in a bright orange you, jumpsuit every, like you were incarcerated.
1: For all of you that don't know the story, if you were an avid Housewife fan, you saw us do a, a variety show at the Improv back in the day and I just want to give you guys a little like tidbit on this, okay? This just goes to show you how funny production is and how they can manipulate any situation, okay? So... We did a a stand-up variety show at the Improv. It was actually really good, really funny. And the crowd laughed the whole time. We had a sold-out show. And (laughs) Housewives, the producers, tried to make it look like we epically failed. Like
0: the jokes fell flat. And
1: like the jokes fell flat and everything. They literally cut the audio. They cut the audio of everyone clapping, right? And then they do that cricket face of people. But... Yeah, they totally did like the cricket face, the whole thing. But what's so funny is where they messed up is that at the very end of the comedy show, they have everyone hooping and hollering and clapping. and like So So yeah. if the show was that bad, everyone's not going to be screaming and, and hooping and hollering. Booze, at not the applause. We'd be getting booze and, no, and it, half the audience would have left. So you guys epically failed <laughs> on trying to make us look bad. And my lesson is for anyone out there that wants to go s- film a reality show— You film it yourself, so you have the right content to put out there. There's a little tidbit for anybody out there who wants to do that. I think you're
0: sidestepping the fact that you got on stage.
1: Okay, so let me tell the story. So then what happens is Slade decides- Don't you wa- love
0: this? She didn't want to talk about it.
1: Slade decides- <laughs> This is the Sl- best. Slade decides he wants to be a stand-up comedian, right? Okay, so here we go. It
0: didn't just happen overnight, Gretchen. New
1: thing of the week that Some he wants to Some of us just be.
0: feel it deep in our soul. Okay. <laughs> and here's, I was transitioning into a comedic here, person.
1: Here's the thing. Slade actually is very, very funny. I mean, literally on the daily, every night before I go to bed, I literally have tears falling down my face he's really funny and any of you that follow us on instagram constantly see how funny he is and tell me on the daily like he literally is laugh out loud funny so he decided he wanted to do a comedy show. Great. But next thing he says to me is, well, I want you to do it with me. And I'm like, what are you of talking course, about? Of course, it's you the right thing to do. He's like, I want you to do like the variety show with me. So next thing I know, he's gotten me involved in this. I want nothing to do with this, but I have to support my partner it's and his new venture girl. of what he wants to do because that's what partners do. And next thing I know, I'm coming up with all this like this like shtick and stuff that I want to do. And I find myself because at the time I was I was in the middle of our lawsuit and And with the stalker that we talked about before and, uh, I had a warrant out for my arrest at the time because oh, that's right. You, you missed a court date. Because I missed a court date that I was unaware of. And so they literally put a warrant out for my arrest, you guys. So
0: there's like people had literally sketched the wanted posters. <laughs> it was like her profile in a hand sketch and it says wanted, like it was in really an old funny. western and that's that's posting really funny. it all over. And you internet. guys, I
1: literally reposted it because it was that funny. But here's the point. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to make fun of it. And so I decided to go get an orange jumpsuit. Like I had been incarcerated. And I...
0: You look good in that jumpsuit too, baby. I, mean, <laughs> I
1: blinged out the back of the jumpsuit, of course, because my jumpsuit had to be blinged, right?
0: Did it say like OC Correctional Facility or yeah, something? Yeah, something
1: like that. It was really funny. And I got up on stage and I did this whole shtick where I was literally in a bikini.
0: stick or strip
1: And I started to take the jumpsuit down. Yeah, baby. And I baby. literally was like, God, I hate those rally stars. They are so like full of themselves. They just will do anything for attention. And as I'm like literally taking off the the... Jumpsuit, and I'm in my bikini. I'm putting a sash across me that says like Miss Hawaiian Tropic because I won like Miss Hawaiian Tropic back in the or like I didn't win it. I, w- I got like in un- the finals or whatever. And then I had like a crown on my head. I mean, it was really funny. The audience thought it was hilarious, and I basically was just being very you know self deprecating and making fun of myself. But did this- and you
0: it was a great about- way to start off a show. By the way, some hot <laughs> chick coming up there stripping down into a blinged out bikini on stage. <laughs> but I my, should get some props for that.
1: But my point is is that I went far and wide for you. I did you said
0: far and wide my (laughs) mind just went crazy I just it's a whole different thing that we'd have to talk about later
1: you guys the things you do for love like oh man you
0: were so good and because of it literally Mm -hmm. tell them what happened what happened Robert Hartman who owns the improv Mm -hmm. said look I can't teach people to do that yeah, like I wanna try. support you. So we started going on tour. We, we played Brea. We actually flew to New York. We, we did, did the Gotham we hold the Gotham yeah, the Comedy we Club hard. in New York. That's we a did, tough club. That's a
1: tough club. Yeah. yeah. But you guys, we did it and we had like we have, people were, were selling like, out. You guys are good. Like it was it was awesome. It was We're ahead of that, our
0: time, Gretchen. It was time. a
1: very fun experience. It will never be something I ever do again because I'm Come not on. lying to you guys. Before I got up on stage, I swear to God, this is gonna sound horrible, but I think I might have scored it a little bit in my pants. <laughs>
0: Gretchen Christine.
1: <laughs> you guys, it was the most nerve-wracking thing I have ever done in my life. And I don't mind entertaining getting on stage, but you guys, comedy, holy Comedy's crap. Comedy's the best. It is hard. That is scary. Like you, literally, like, you get instant, like, laugh or no laugh. And you just are like, oh, my gosh. And to keep going if you don't get a laugh is hard. So I commend any, you know, comedians out there that get up there and work their craft. So...
0: Well, that's why I'm so excited to have Alec Mappa coming in today. Mappa, Mappa, Alec Mappa. Mappa, mop your back,
1: actor, comedian, <laughs>
0: superstar. Can't wait to talk to this guy. I need some more jokes.
1: Oh lordy, because here we I go. only
0: have a couple that I ever use on you. Yeah, even that's Even though you true. still giggle about it,
1: you do need some new jokes. I need,
0: I need some more, some stuff.
1: Oh my gosh! Look at here he is now. Nope, you Alex guys, here it's comes Alec, Alec Mappa, Mappa, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Are you going to intro our guest, Gretchen?
1: I'm going to intro him.
0: (sighs) Okay, take a big breath. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) You guys, we are. (laughs) You guys are so excited about our next guest. You know him from Ugly Betty, Desperate Housewives, or his network comedy specials. You guys have seen him on Blackish, Scream Queens. Two Broke Girls, Jane the Virgin, Roseanne Seinfeld, NYPD Blue, The Jamie Foxx Show. He's Friends, actually Dorma too busy to be here. Wow, what am I doing
2: here? I literally
1: <laughs> cannot even tell you how many things he's been on, you oh, guys. Yeah. And he's has also been the first gay Asian series regular on the CBS show, Some of My Best Friends. That's
2: right. Filmed right here in the Paramount lot with Jason Bateman 20 I love that. years ago. I love it.
1: Please welcome... God the wonderful, amazing, talented, funny, comedian, TV, and film star, Alec <laughs> Muppa. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, perfect. Perfect. Good
0: looking, charming, perfect. charismatic. charismatic, It smells delicious.
2: <laughs> I do. I'm wearing the Tom Ford today.
1: Is that what it was? Yeah, it yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. It smells it good. it's good. It really good.
2: Black Orchid. Black Orchid. What's your favorite scent? What gets you going? What do you like?
1: You're not going to believe this. All
2: right. I don't wear scents. I don't wear anything. I, I don't. smell naturally like lavender and flowers. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> vanilla. Really? No, I
1: she... wear vanilla lotion.
2: Vanilla lotion. Vanilla lotion. mm mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Although lately I haven't been wearing the vanilla, it's just been the baby's lotion because that's all I have access to. Baby lotion. With the vanilla
0: for ten years. I always want to take a dip in that. I think.
1: <laughs> Yes. Congrats on the baby. Your baby <laughs> was born you. on
0: my
2: birthday. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, July is your 10? July oh, tenth? Your birthday is birthday. July tenth. Your daughter is a cancerian, she so good is. luck with that.
1: Wait, why is that bad? Um, what are you? I'm a Scorpio. Mm, okay, Scorpio, Scorpio and Cancers Get along. have
2: a very loyal friendship. Yes. It's a very deep, intense yes. friendship. So yes. that, that means we're going to be close for and a very long time. Yeah, what are you? She, she's we Scorpio We are a too. day apart. In okay, our, in so, our, so you're both Scorpios. So, both so that's Scorpios. a good triangle to have. Yeah. yeah. It is. Cancers are very, um, they're all about feeling. Because yes. it's a summer sign. Yes. Winter signs like Aquarius are always thinking about the future. What am I going to plant? What's happening next? And summer signs are all about like, Big ideas and what's ahead, and it's sunny and it's beautiful out, and I, I, feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. The downside of that is they take things super personally. Yeah, they're
1: very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. really like they're sensitive. mother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: And Scorpios can be very hing with that tail. You yeah, can we be can very be. biting in a fight. Well, so. if you
1: if you piss us off enough, yeah, we're really nice. What's until it like you piss when Scorpios off? fight? Actually, we so you know what want to hear Scorpio. this? Yeah. We're both white Scorpios. We're Ooh. not uh, if you have a why bo- the Scorpio got to be white if you have if you have a black racist. And a, if you have a black and a white Scorpio. Then uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know there was a distinction. Yes, yes.
2: Oh.
0: So
1: oh, yeah. So very... he he used to date someone that was a black Scorpio and it was bad between them. Oh. But because we're both white Scorpios, which are the nicer Scorpios, and how long have you guys out? been together? 11, 11 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. 11 years of the hardest. Up, you the have first been, 11 years. You right? have been with your husband for how many years? 18. 18
2: oh years. Oh my gosh.
1: 18 that's a long years. time. Yeah. How do you make it work?
2: Uh, well, I wake up in the morning and I roll over and I say, whatever happens today, I'm already sorry. <laughs> I'm already sorry. <laughs> that is I'm really already sorry. So brilliant. when you're pissed at me later on, know that I've apologized in advance. That's brilliant. Because I don't think people really get what marriage is. I think people go into it kind of like with the hearts and flowers and the bride magnet magazine and everything yeah. and that you know the weddings one day and then it's the rest of your life yeah and if you live with one person for any amount of time that's an experiment of terror <laughs> you you <laughs> see their worst the best and the worst yes, of them and when really the worst do. comes out you have to go it's okay. <laughs> you're just hungry. Okay, I'm
1: dying to know. Does he still sad. laugh at your
2: jokes after 18 years? Um, he's the funny one, actually. What? I, at home, I'm like I'm like a Can housewife you steal his and jokes? all the time. If I tell a joke on stage and it gets a groan, like he's all about body, fart, poop. If it gets a groan yes, on stage, yes, I like him. He, it's because my husband said it, and I'm repeating it on stage. Really? Like <laughs> I had a joke on stage where people just went uh oh, and I said I will not be happy until somebody throws up. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> He has a really I wrong sense of humor. I need new jokes. Why?
0: Because I only use the same two on Gretchen, like for the last yeah, eleven years. No, oh, but
2: I, it's working. It's it's worked for eleven years so far. Time. She giggles still. Yeah. yeah, I still laugh at him. Laughter. And you guys aren't married. No. No. Okay. That's, we that's had a date, but we missed it. Yeah. yeah. Do <laughs> you want to be? Do you want to be married? Busy. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah.
1: But I mean, like, we don't have to be. Here's right. the thing. The thing that I love about Slade's in my relationship is that um, a marriage license doesn't make our commitment any no, stronger or yeah. any less. Yeah. I mean look at the blue. You're like the gay finger, guys right? before
2: marriage <laughs> was legal. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No literally. Yeah. We're like, we don't need your license. I know. Am I the top or the bottom? Okay. What does that mean?
0: How do you off on the top the, of the bottom? Are you a, should, is he
2: a pitcher or a catcher? Yeah, it we should identify on, that.
0: Depends. I heard on what no the, subject was off <laughs> limits. Today. Yes. no subject is off limits. He's already not looking at me. Trust me, if Gretchen could have a strap on, she would. Oh really? my
1: lordy! For the love of God! Would <laughs> you
0: deny it? Deny it! Try to deny it right now. Try to deny. Well,
1: there might be a couple times that I feel like
2: you wish you had.
1: Sometimes I wonder what you it would be like to have a penis. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, that
2: you can go to any store in West Hollywood, right near here. I mean, I've never, I've
1: never done that. But I'm, but sometimes I. I do think to myself, I think it'd be fun to have a penis. Right. Why not?
0: I myself have never said I think it would be fun to have a vagina. <laughs> have never? Nope. Not no. top of mind. No. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I just feel like the fact that you get to go around like poke people is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why? I what find, do you think's going on? I, I don't know. I, I
2: poked several I people in the hallway on the way here. <laughs> you did yeah, too. Yeah. Listen. Then you have a penis. That's what you do. <laughs>
0: that's what you yep, do. You and I have a lot in common. Yes. That's why. That's where the butt out hug came from with men.
2: The butt out. The hug. Butt out. Oh because yeah. No homo. Butt out, yeah. Yeah. You get a
0: little manly and rubbing. Yeah. That's why. I going you?
2: you get, get a little sword fight. Bad real quick. Yeah. Little sword fight. And then, but when a guy, when a straight guy is really secure in their masculinity,
1: yeah, Then they
2: don't. You don't get, get a butt out hug. No, I go, the, I, go, the, I go I go well, all in. Wait,
1: okay, so question, yeah. so how did Slade hug you?
2: He hugged me all very in. good and I, and I he was all in and I yes. complicate me I Uh-huh. I complimented him? his body, which uh-huh. is nice. Yeah, He's his so body is nice. Because yeah.
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I have rolls. You're a little
1: chubby really, right now. He's, yeah. He has yeah. to yeah. no, like 25 you're, pounds.
2: You're totally, can I say the F word? Yeah, can we? You're yeah. Totally fuckable. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Totally. I, I, I just, agree. Like,
2: you could go to a bar in West <laughs> Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood right now and you would get a lot We've of attention. we just become you oh, closer. You would get a lot of daddy action. Are you that kind of straight guy that flirts with gay guys?
1: Totally. Sure. Yeah,
2: you like the attention. Well, it's not merely about it's the not attention.
1: attention. He just like he, he likes. likes getting people. Gay I'm gay t- every once in a while. No. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Why don't I get gay action every no. now and then?
1: No. David no. Duchovny's like that.
2: He, he likes flirts with everybody and he really likes the attention of gay guys.
1: You know what's interesting? I don't know if he likes the attention. He just likes people. I think people, it's fun. Mm. I just he like just people. and he likes people. And mm. so like if they're flirting with him, he'll flirt right I'll back. back. <whistles> but he's not like he's not going there. He just yeah. enjoys like
2: He's not like fun Bye honey, I'm gonna go out to West Hollywood. I'm going to the Abbey tonight. No, yeah, not no, Not yet, not, not, yet. not
1: at this point in our relationship. Yeah. I don't think we've got, we've gone to the other side. You must
2: get a lot of attention in the bars and stuff when you when you're in a gay environment, everybody must be like,
1: oh! Yeah, the gay bars for sure. They're really Broke
2: out at the Abbey because they were the guys
0: were fighting over who got the next picture with Gretchen. Ooh. Oh, Security so had to funny. remove us. A for fight, sure. total fight.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my
0: god, yeah, mm-hmm. you're causing fights in yeah. West Hollywood. And it she's been crazy. at the Abbey hair dancing
2: on stage with Candace Kane.
1: Yeah, fun Ooh, that fact, was fun. Fun, fun fact.
2: Candace Kane is a very dear friend. She's Worlds the best. colliding. I love her, yeah, yeah, Candace. Yeah, she's the best. Good people,
1: you know, Alec. I have a question for you. Yes, so how did you even discover that you were funny?
2: Well that's like a defense mechanism It's a survival mechanism Tell me why I mean we all have survival mechanisms That we use socially I don't know I mean you've probably looked like this Your whole life No so, You uh, should see
1: me in the morning It's yeah. nothing like this uh,
2: <laughs> I wore glasses Corrective shoes And retainer All at the same time in the You third did day. Yeah I used to kick my own ass At recess <laughs> So I made people laugh And that was yeah. my currency Yeah That was my way of fitting in Also you know I was raised with parents Who survived a war In the Philippines And yeah. they had PTSD So I was yeah. always clown Running around to like, ha ah, just fireworks, nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's very true because, I mean, comedians,
0: a lot of comedians are actually very, very dark. Yes. And the comedy There's is that pit out- of self loathing. a pit yeah. of self loathing. Yeah. So that, yeah. that, the comedic aspect of their lives is the outlet they have yeah. to really express that inner turmoil. Well,
2: you learn how to read a room. You know, if like I'm, you know, I've always been this like Asian sissy kid. So it's always kind of like, how am I going to negotiate this room? How am I going to get through the day at school? And it's usually through making people laugh. So would
1: you say, because you also are an actor, what would you say you enjoy more? Being a comedian or an actor? And like, what's your favorite Being a comic
2: is super hard. I've never loved it. I mean, I have friends who are like, I got to do like three clubs a week. I'll do like one a month. Do you know what I mean? It's because I have a kid and I live on the east side and it's just not like comedy is so I can keep working. Because the acting jobs come and they go. Yes. But comedy, I don't have to wait for somebody. I can do a gig out of town for one weekend and make the mortgage and blah 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 blah. But um, I love being on a set. I just love it. It's the easiest thing. If you give me my sides and the the X to stand on, I'm so happy. I just come to work. How did you
1: get into acting though? um,
2: I was at NYU and then I was on Broadway. I was a New York actor. That's right. For very long, and then and then I came out here and then I didn't work for three years. It didn't wow. work. Nobody knew what to do with me. So I started doing stand-up, and then I started getting sitcoms, and then I started working. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We, we love but I had to start all over yeah you love we the love oh, we, we've hosted at the improv we
0: had, yeah. a, we had
1: a
2: little variety show where we
0: yeah but you were nice. so,
1: did you ever see that on house size did you ever watch house sizes no? I watched
2: the season you were on uh-huh. and then sometimes i this is how sensitive I am I don't like all the fighting I get oh my it kind of gets me this. down it gets me down it gets
1: us down too that's it why gets we me left down. It's it's gets, it and also
2: it's it's the it's the concentration of things that nobody's looking at the big picture yes it's kind of like it kind of raises I this is your bread and butter so I don't want to No, it no,
1: no, no, but, no, but honestly, like, yeah. uh, this is why we ended up leaving the show is exactly what you're saying. What like, was the
2: last straw? What was the thing where you were like, you were like, I'm done.
1: The last straw for me, it was, it's, it was numerous things, but, um, unfortunately one of my cast members, um, uh, was involved with a guy that was stalking and harassing me and I was in court with for <gasps> eight years yeah and, and she so she thought it was
0: a means of and she was supporting him giving him information on how to stalk just her to ass. be mean just to try just, to get Gretchen off the show
1: just to try and hurt me and like she was just very she just hated me always and like always tried to like do name things name names which one was this Tamara anyway oh. so so she Ooh. was just a part of that whole thing she was thing. dating your stalker no 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 no. no she, she, wasn't was she was friends with she was stalker.
0: friends with the stalker
1: and was yeah. aiding a and abetting yeah. and so yeah. I actually you.
0: believe that when he he made up some BS and filed a bogus million-dollar defamation lawsuit against Gretchen, basically trying to blackmail her. Mm. And I really think he had cut a deal to split proceeds with her, you thinking do? we would just be pay him to go away. That's and interesting. We didn't I've never even him. heard that. We didn't pay him to philosophy. go away. We crushed him in court. Uh-huh. And now we have more than a half-million-dollar judgment against him. He's been mm. convicted of stalking. Wow. I think part
2: of our regret is I wish I had named her in the lawsuit you didn't name her in the lawsuit no but you have to have a paper trail and you have to have receipts you have to have yeah. like you know
1: well this we is, did this is- we did I mean we, a lot of stuff came out in court but listen here's the thing how many years ago is this this was now seven six years minutes. ago. Okay. Six okay. or seven, or seven. Or something okay. like that. But, I mean, the, and the truth is is that the show just became so toxic and so negative, and literally she, in particular, got paid to make up lies about you. Like, she would call him a deadbeat dad, and, she, and you know, he has a cancer-stricken son, and, like, he is I'm the sorry. best dad on the planet, yeah. and she would just make up horrible lies on the right. daily about everyone, and and unfortunately, at the at the time and still up to just recently, the network rewarded her for that. And oh, many but there was of the never any members. point
2: during the filming for you to have a talk with the producers and oh, her. Oh no, we and had the so um, I'm not cool with this. We did. Oh, um, we, did we did. But, but that's care. why
1: we left because yeah, okay. they wouldn't respect the fact that I was like, "Look, my life is literally being threatened by this man," mm. and this is like, "You're taking it too far. Like you're crossing the line." That's horrible. So. That's why we like I won't but. be on
2: a reality show. I mean, I'll, I'll do, I did um, Worst Cooks in America, Celebrity Edition. You did have yeah, that go. Yeah, it was me. Uh, the last two people standing were me and uh, Tanya Harding. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what? If you had known Did him, she
1: knife you at the uh, end? Uh, uh,
2: everybody asked that. <laughs> no, she's very no, great. She, she's great. She's great. I, uh, You know, I watched. Did you see I, Tanya?
1: Uh, I kind of no. I didn't see it. Like I just saw little. I hear it's really yeah. It's
2: really really great. So I didn't want to know who who was in the cast. And I flew to New York. And I Tanya was the movie playing on the plane. And I walked into makeup the first day. The first person I see is Tanya Harding. (gasps) And I gave her a hug. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. All of that happened to you. And she said, It's okay. (laughs) Better than being a punchline for 20 years. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I guess we should watch the movie then. Yeah. You learn a lot about her. You learn a lot about
2: her. You get her side of the story. Speaking
1: of though, I really want to talk to about your son Mm. I find this story so fascinating so your son Zion is you adopted him at five years of age at five he was our
2: foster kid and um, uh, we took him home and he wasn't uh, released from uh, parental rights yet so he wow. could have gone back to his mother. Wow. But uh, within one week, well, in a couple days, he never left my side. He was my kid. He was like he had always been my kid. Was it temporary, though, like when you started the process? Anytime you, you go through foster temporary? adopt, you know, there's the chance that they could be go back. Because it, the, the goal for foster is to reunification. They want the kids to go back. Right. But this kid was five. And on his paper, it was, and his file was stamped unadoptable. They said he was very emotionally volatile. They said he was very, you know, he emotionally troubled. I'm like, he's five and he's being shuttled around everywhere. Of course, I think people would have him for one night and they'd be like, no, this is too much. And then I remember the first day, um, because he slept, he slept in the living room. We all slept in the living room together because he didn't want to sleep alone. And the first morning he was like, I said, what do you want for breakfast? He goes, I'd like peanut butter and jelly. And I said, okay. Coming right up, and he goes, Peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter. And he started crying. And I was like, Look, you don't need to do that to get your needs met here. I'm saying, just like I'm telling you right now, watch this. There's peanut butter, there's jelly, here's the bread. I'm going to put it all together. Wow. All you have to do is ask for it. And he was like, Oh, because in previous placements, that's what he would have to do. Get the fit, get the attention to get what I want. Yeah. So it was, so fostering was about the undoing of a lot of trauma and a lot of, but he was always our kid.
1: But what that's made what made you, it that's what made that's it like, so cool. you know, but what you know. made you decide to go to the adoption route rather than like well I kept losing them. What do you so. mean? What do you mean? Like wait, what? <laughs> none of my pregnancies. I'm like, well, did kept. you go
0: to lost and found? Were you at the mall? <laughs> like what, what happened I tried to, to them? My
2: husband and I tried to get pregnant. I was making a gay sex joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and did you see I was like, oh, this is great.
2: Yeah, uh, no, um, foster adopt. We wanted to foster adopt because We had a a really good friend who uh, foster adopted a kid from birth, but we also knew that there were tons of kids out there in the system. Um, My husband was like, um, if he's at five, he goes to school right away. You know, we yeah. skip all the diapers. We skip all and the diapers babies. and what mm. yeah, we're yeah, going yeah, through yeah. right That's now. So yeah, Love you, Skyler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but we didn't actually because he wasn't even properly toilet trained. Oh, I had wow. to do all that. Yeah, covered in it. Yeah. So, um, but we decided to do that. We went to a foster adopt class here in the county, and we learned more and more about the kids in the system. And it was one of those things. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. where you kind of like, this is what I'm doing? Like you make a decision yes. in your mind, and all of a yeah. sudden, it when you make the decision, everything else goes away. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and had you, I mean, did you feel a sense of like, I don't, I don't know how to pose this question, mm. but like when, because of like the way that you, like your life and mm-hmm. the way that you had, you know, your circumstances right. in your life, did that make you feel a little bit more, um, you know, at wanting to help like a, a young like boy compassionate like this and compassion? No, I think it was like more empathy. about like, um,
2: wanting a family. My husband and I had been together for four years. We had a nice house. And we looked at each other one day and we're like, is it just us? Is it just us? Yeah. And then I was hired for a Rosie O'Donnell cruise, which Uh was all their families and their kids, LGBT families. And we saw people that looked like us with kids. And then we were like, okay.
1: And what age were you when this happened?
2: I was uh, 42.
1: Did you always know you wanted to have kids? No.
2: no. But um, my husband and I were the ones who were always looked after our nieces and nephews. Yeah. I was always like, our friends were always pawning off. Like, I'm so sick of Disneyland. Can you take my kid? (laughs) On one of our first dates, my husband and I took a friend's three-year-old to Disneyland for the first time. Yeah. And that's when I knew he was kind of a cool guy because he was like, what are you doing today? I said, I'm taking a kid to Disneyland. And he's like, 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 I'll go. I'll go. And I said, no, I'm taking a kid to Disneyland wow. and he went we had a blast.
1: So what was your biggest surprise through the adoption process? Or challenge. Yeah. Challenge? Challenge or surprise. Well,
2: I mean, I'm adopting a kid who has PTSD. Yeah. There was a lot of abuse in the foster care system. And, I, and they have to be completely transparent. They have to tell you everything this kid's gone through. Oh, wow. Right? So uh, I knew that going in, but it, that's like a constant thing. That's like, there, there are memories that my kid, my kid will grow up to be a grown man. He'll get married and stuff will still be sad. And all I could do is kind of give him the space to feel those feelings. Yeah. Process them with a therapist. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? And and, and acknowledge that those things happen. So he yeah. can have the emotional strength to go, okay, I'm not defined by my past. Right. My kid is so therapized, he's so emotionally <laughs> articulate. He'll say things I to me like that. I need a little privacy right now, you're a little bit overwhelming. I love yeah. that. That's so great because I I therapized a lot
1: Well, in but I love that he can articulate that. And that's kudos to you as a yeah. parent. And that you think you've about all the kids in that. the system
2: who have PTSD, yeah. who aren't being taken care of, who aren't, you know. So
1: what made you go, seeing that unadoptable stamp mm-hmm. and all the issues that the kid, you know, had according to this paperwork. Right. What made you have the empathy See, to say, that. I'm well, going to take I, this on? Gay,
2: okay, so I have a high tolerance for crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, when you think about the practical things of it, like I'll show you an example. Uh, you know, I, my husband, and I thought in practical terms, he's freaked out because he doesn't know where he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, And trauma things like I was blow drying my hair and um, he was freaking out. He started crying and I was like, what, what? I need to blow dry my hair. This beauty doesn't happen all by itself. (laughs) And he was pointing the cord. He was saying the cord, the cord, the cord. She beat me with the cord. (gasps) So what? Are we going to be Amish from now on? Are we not going to use electricity? I said, come here. This cord is for electricity. That's all it is. Plug it in. Now turn this on. Now let's go to the iron. Now let's go to this, so and I showed him chords all over the him house. Everything. I have to reteach him, you yeah. know. And would I have to be doing that if I'd had my own biological kid? I don't know. But my husband and I both had a lot of empathy for this kid.
1: Yeah, It's You're hot in a here. It got hot. All it of got, sudden. got hot it's here. It's weird because it was cold, and now it got a little hot. Yeah, so. I get that. I, I think it's maybe. Call. Wait, have a have
0: a It's maybe our chemistry.
1: <laughs> it's the chemistry between the It's The heat coming
0: off. The heat, yeah.
1: But
2: you know, it's like there are practical things. Like, did you ever lose your mom? In a grocery store or a department store when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And how terrifying that yeah. was. That happened to these kids, but for real.
1: Yeah, but for real. Yeah. yeah. And the parents haven't found them
2: again. And the parents haven't found them again. Yeah, so you have to true. kind of, you're dealing with that and making the child feel safe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I needed to be needed. That's the real thing. It's like by the time I was 42, I was sick of myself. I wanted to be. Because when you have yeah. a baby, as you know, yeah. it's not about you no. anymore. No. It doesn't matter when you wake up in the morning and nope. you don't feel like it nope. or you're in a shitty mood. There's stuff that she needs yeah. that needs to be done.
1: Yeah yeah for sure stages of
2: parenthood we just got a uh, so, we just got a we got a big white board up so, in so, stages of parenthood but hold on it's us gonna... telling us to wrap it up I'm no not, not at all no. it's been fun meeting you both <laughs> <laughs> you're so pretty oh she my is god pretty. thank you this, I have you're this so question your skin and your lip
1: gloss oh my and, gosh yeah. jeez thank you she's also you. in a
2: cowl neck in southern you're, california you're in hot
0: she's always
1: cold I'm always cold
0: it's because of that svelte figure she oh. has underneath there's no body fat at all
1: what are you you're such a liar. I have 25 pounds to go kissing up for later baby. Or 20 pounds now. <laughs> um
0: so you said something that's very interesting to me mm. because of your son's ptsd yeah i feel like you you know with kit gloves have to work him through this process of dealing with all these aspects yeah. these things that yeah. really set him off right but then at the same time do you consider yourself a strict parent mm-hmm. because obviously you have to be forgiving in those instances right. but at the same time there have to be strict rules
2: right well we say to him um these things aren't your fault but it's not an excuse
1: i love that yeah
2: It's like, you know, it's not an excuse for you to because we can deal with it in the house. But when you go out into the world and you're a black man with emotional problems, they're not going to care. They're
1: not going to care. They're
2: really not going to care. That's not how the world works. How
1: was that um, with adopting a a black Mm -hmm. child, too? Was that difficult? Were you concerned about that? Um, We
2: were concerned about it because, you know. Uh, you know, the model in the 70s of interracial adoption was you're Chinese, but we don't care. We don't see color or you're black and we're just going to raise you like one of us. And then you raise kids who are culturally unaware of who they are and where they fit in. Right. Yeah. So my son has a lot of black mentors. His therapist is black. We have a lot of fabulous friends in our lives that come in. And we're and, experiencing a this is us moment right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's Love that. Because that's important. Because if my son grows up to be a black man who doesn't feel good about being black, that's on me. You know and what, I can give them everything but the experience of what it's like to grow up but in a black family. That's true. That's, that's such, true. A, that's
1: such true. a great so thing well that said. you are, that you, I mean, that's a huge responsibility mm-hmm. that you have taken on. Not only did you, I mean, I got to commend you right now. Not um, only did you adopt a child. So mm. that's, you know, you get a trophy for that one to begin okay. with. Then you get a trophy for adopting an unadoptable child with right. all of these issues. And then learning how to navigate through that and teach them. Yeah, I should get that. something.
2: And you should get then, a prize. I should get and a Subway Subway sandwich on top of it
1: then uh, having an interracial you know situation like that as well I mean that is a lot of responsibility I know it's
2: a lot I don't think about it too much no
1: but that's uh, that's yeah, so commendable and I think that's great that you have done that and you have yeah. obviously figured out how to do it really well now here's yeah. my question because mm. we're going through it right now with Scott okay all right we are going through like 92 different stages within three months. Yeah. So now Zion is 15, right? Mm. So talk to me about the different stages of parenthood and what we have to look well, for.
2: Well, well, I only had him <laughs> from five and we studied up on everything, the psychological t- development of typical kids. Mm-hmm. And he is typical in a lot of ways. Right. From five to 10, they love you. Okay, kids good. are all about my family. I love my family. Okay. Like my kid, I used to drop him off at the drop off in second grade and he'd be standing there with his lunchbox and he'd go, I love you, goodbye, oh. have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> By eleven, yeah, they kind of like. Mm, uh, I could have done better. It, oh, <laughs> they get a little. They start to get a little mouthy. They start to get a little more willful. Yeah. By twelve, when their bodies are changing and their minds are changing, you remember this. You start to differentiate. Yeah, you start to like think your parents are a little corny. Yes, and and then by thirteen, your friends your peer group becomes more important than your yeah. family. Then all the uh, affection that you had for your family is now transferred over your peer group because you're young enough to think that you invented fashion, music, and sex. <laughs> yes. And anything I mean, you guys it. come up with is like, the yes. worst thing I could ever do in front of my son is dance. He's like, oh dad, oh, <laughs> don't You're so dated. Oh god, you're so corny. But it's really That's about, so ev- on an evolutionary and biological scale, that's what they need to do in order to move away from us. Yeah. At 13 through 15, which is what my son is going through now, they need so much privacy. And this is a kid who was my shadow. Yeah.
1: Is this is so and hard. We, like, this has to be it hard. It is
2: awful. And I'm in therapy every week. And one day I was like, Why am I so beat up? Yeah. Why am I so sad? And my and my therapist said, You're grieving.
1: Oh They're wow. Grieving at
2: the I'm loss. grieving. And I said, What? I said. Oh my God, it hadn't even occurred to me. I said, You're grieving because your kid's gone. You only get one chance to watch your kids grow yeah. up. And when those stages are gone, they're gone in forever. They're done. I know. They're done. So, I go through yeah. that right now. Yeah. Like,
1: even just you know, the, the infant stage of this right. tiny little baby to all of a sudden just two days ago. She's like, she's saying, she said, mama. Yes. And uh, and she's like, you know, doing some things that, that I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're already like a little human. Like right. stop growing. And you know what?
2: W- the thing is like, those things are all great, but you have to like recognize and be grateful for those moments when you're tired and you feel shitty yes. <laughs> yes. And you're in a bad mood mm-hmm. because then you just have to stop and go, okay, um, this isn't going to happen again. Yeah. I, have to, I have to stop and kind of enjoy this. Enjoy that moment. You're enjoy so right. It.
1: And that actually happens to me a lot when I go in her room and I go to put her down and I'm in her rocking chair and I'm rocking her. And I just, I soak in that moment mm-hmm. because I know that moment's going to disappear. Right. And I just sit there and I just pray over her and I'm grateful and I thank the universe for bringing this amazing little thing into my life and that hopefully no matter how bad it gets, right, right. <laughs> that I can still you know find that place of gratitude. And you will that.
2: because the thing is like biologically as parents, so do you watch the netflix babies yes i oh, was so yes. good about that thing about the oxytocin yes we were just watching, two ago. just watching but it. it's Isn't like no matter how shitty my kid is now i still look at him mm-hmm. you know i'll get mad and i'll get my feelings hurt yeah. and i'll be frustrated but I, he's still my baby i'm still yeah. like yeah. everything about me is still about protecting him and wanting him to have a successful life right. and wanting him to make it right you know?
0: so what i want to do is i want to have those people do a, uh, a study mm. on people in general mm. and if they do the right thing and if they compliment support give <laughs> does oxytocin be created within the body the same way that you are rewarded for doing the right thing as a father or as oh. a
2: parent
0: because they always say that you know to, to to give is means to receive. Right, right. Well, I'm wondering if there's actually that same type of feeling that happens just in general. Like if you were just a good if person. If you were
1: just a good
2: person. Yeah. Yeah, well, you'd have to be a good person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could be,
2: I could not be part of the study, so fuck well, that. How do um, you feel? I mean, around this kid, you must feel that. Oh, you must be, feel oh that. no, no, beyond I mean, see, Yeah, He's um, such a good dad. Yeah.
1: Like it's unreal. It's hot when it's, they're good dads. Right? It's so hot. Yeah. It's really hot.
0: It's different for me too, because my kids are my kids are twenty seven and nineteen. Okay. And then now we have His Skylar, who's yeah. going to be eight months. And how did
2: the twenty-seven
1: and nineteen-year-old
2: turn out?
0: Um, they're both good. Good. I, I, was good I was told I was too strict of a parent um, initially. Yeah. But well,
1: speaking of which, I want to talk to him about. You want to talk about sex? Don't I want to do. I do. I have a question for you about mm. sex because yeah. Slate has a little fun story to talk about. Yeah, you this. might relate okay, to but, this. All right.
0: Because I heard a rumor that you that you you know had this kind of sex talk with mm. your son when he was a bit younger. Yes. I had the same experience because my, my son, um, I'm from Alaska, oh. Anchorage, Alaska. And so wow. I would always send uh, my son, ever since he was like four years old, he traveled on the plane by himself uh-huh. to go stay with you know, my sisters and be with his cousins. Oh, wow. And at about age eight, uh, he came back one summer and our home had a separate casitas where he would do his homework and I could see him across the courtyard. Right. All of a sudden he comes running out and he's in tears. <gasps> I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong? He's like, dad, I accidentally typed in porn.com and I can't get the windows to go away. They keep popping up and he's like, just bawling his eyes out. Obviously in that moment, I made him go in there and sit down with me. And we had a very pointed conversation about sexuality, about the birds and the bees and about what, and he's like, well, why do people create this stuff? And I'm like, smacking him on the back of the head cuz you look at it that's why they right, create it. Right. So like we we talked
1: That's an important
2: right. conversation to have at 8, especially with a boy. It, I think it yeah. is. But
1: uh, so what age have did you have to have it we with We had Zion? the
2: age appropriate conversation with um, Zion when he was 8. He was always been a curious kid. Yeah. Um but we approached it as science. This is science. This is um this is your body. You're about to go through puberty. It's going to go through changes this is the parts of your body that it, you that's going to have nerve endings on it it's going to feel good by the time he was 10 we went to, we sent him to a planned parenthood class on consent on, really? Uh,
1: wait, yeah. what is, wait. What? Explain that part to me. Okay. Planned he explained Parenthood. that. Yeah.
2: Planned Parenthood has a, uh, a an age limit. Uh, yeah, it has a a, a a class for young kids uh-huh. on sexuality, relationships, and consent. Oh,
1: like and okay, I yes. get it. And saying yes or no. Yes. Got so it.
2: In th- at the breakfast table, he was like, uh, he had his fist curled up, and he goes, "Daddy, I want to show you what consent is. I was like, "Okay." He goes, "Try to get me to open my fist," and I was like, "All right, open your fist." And he wouldn't do it. And I was trying to pry his fingers open. He wouldn't do it. And I said, "I demand that you open your fist right now," and he wouldn't do it. So finally, he goes, "You give up." I said, I give up. And he goes, Whether uh, all those things you wanted me to do were about what you wanted, whether or not I open my fist is what is my decision. And that's that. consent.
1: Wow. That's great. That's pretty brilliant. That's pretty for brilliant. Yeah, for a being a 10 year old
2: kid. And it goes beyond that. It was like, a, what a woman wears is not my consent to comment on it.
1: Okay, I like that. Yeah,
2: what anybody's appearance doesn't give me to consent to say out loud in public what I think about it. And this yeah. is Planned
1: Parenthood. The how Planned this? Parenthood, yeah. That's great. So how did you find out that Planned Parenthood had these classes?
2: Um, we go to this hippie church in um, Pasadena called All Saints. Yeah? And they talked about it in the oh, youth group that if anybody wants to go this weekend, it's available you know, boys especially need to learn how to respect women yeah, and respect yeah. their womanhood and respect their own bodies and enough to respect another person's body. Right, right. right.
1: Yeah. Speaking of which, being, raising a son in a, uh, a, a gay household, mm-hmm. how does that affect his own sexuality? Like, do you think that He's has affected like, his sexuality? Yeah,
2: I think he doesn't have a lot of toxic masculinity. All his porn searches are hetero. Yeah. <laughs> what you say? All his porn searches are hetero because we check the phone at the end of the day. You text oh, his so,
1: phone at the yeah, end of the day.
2: Yeah, because he doesn't have his phone at night. Because otherwise, he'd be up all night. Okay. So he, the uh, phones are turned in at oh, bedtime. Oh, so,
1: oh wait, tell me this. I like this rule. Tell yeah. me this rule. So well, the, I mean, the kids—if you give them the phone,
2: they're gonna text their buddies and everything, and he's gonna be up till three o'clock in the morning. He's gonna wake so up. You and you take the phone. It's to, to take him to, to phone. Phone. school. Yeah. I yeah. love this. So you a, take the a, phone away. Yeah. Okay.
1: At night. And then and then he gets it
2: back after school.
1: But you look and you see that if he's looked up porn.
2: We have alerts. There's an algorithm in the in the parental control. Controls, uh-huh. yeah. Like if anything comes about drugs or about sex or about oh blah blah my blah, gosh. blah blah blah. So yeah, but it's like I kind of want to give them the space to be curious. Yeah. Because you want privacy yeah. and you yeah. should have privacy. Yeah. That's a healthy part of developing. Yeah. But but this is like the equivalent of sending your kid out into the street. Right. You know, anybody can text them, anybody can pretend to be anybody else. Uh-huh. So, so as his parents, true, we have to keep true. an eye on that. You had a twenty-seven and nineteen year old, you didn't go through the iPhone. Thing. No, no, I did not go through the iPhone thing.
0: Uh, I, I that that got bypassed. But yeah. See, that's why I think these and are. And you're such... going to go
2: through that with your kids, and who knows how, well, how sophisticated that technology? Well, Gretchen doesn't know, you're... but I'm
0: chipping our daughter. That's a whole
1: oh, other conversation. Oh here we go. Um, no, but I do have Black a question, Mirror question for you. Episode, right? Oh my yeah. gosh! Right. Um, so, what I read was that your son is considered pansexual. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that to me? Because I have no idea he what that means. He
2: is kind of um, it. <laughs> kids
1: yes uh, exactly it means that he is attracted to either
2: gender or either gender identity there are a lot of kids in his school who are uh, uh they say they're non-binary or they gender uh, fluid yeah, gender fluid they present as female or they present as male kids today they don't want to be put into a box and it's It's the wildest thing. And they're not like my generation where we just apologize for coming out. Like, I'm gay. Please don't kill me. These kids are like, I'm this. So deal with it. And we're like, okay, these are my pronouns. I mean, they're really like militant. So
1: did did your son come home and say to you, I'm pansexual? Like, how did that? This is the
2: weird thing. Our friend is a therapist, one of our best friends, because he plays with her kid. He came out to her. He came out to her. Okay, and then told, her, told her to tell us. Oh, <laughs>
1: shut up! And oh, I'm that's like, funny. You can tell us anything. Yeah. Like,
2: really, we're the parents to tell. Yeah. You know, but he's he's trying to find himself. He's trying to, you know, who knows where it's going to end up. But it's like we're giving him the freedom. We were both raised in super religious households. Interesting. Where these kind of conversations didn't, they didn't even happen. Take yeah. Place. yeah. And our thing is like, as long as it's consenting and you guys are safe and. Yeah. It, Figure it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are you ever afraid that people and the outside mm-hmm. are judging you guys because of your son's now, you know, pansexual yeah. identity? Right. And saying, Oh, they're they're feeling this way or confused this way because they have gay parents. Yeah.
2: You know, I thought about that, and I think when I was a new parent, I was ultra aware of being queer parents, like the light is on you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're walking around with a toddler who's five, who's not doesn't look like us. Right. We're a family. I always said we used to call, uh, cause the what the fuck triangle, as in what the fuck are <laughs> you <youths> be <laughs> doing together? Yes, especially uh, in Orange County, so be like, so es especially no, in Orange looking. County. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, you know this as a mom, and you know this as a dad. I've put in the hours now for a good eleven years, yeah. and so whether or not I'm a good parent or a fit parent is no longer up for discussion. I love that. I get up in the morning, and I'm not patting my own back. And like when you say, you know. I really appreciate what you're doing, or it's amazing what you're doing. On um, that's true on one hand, but on the other hand, I feel like my husband and I aren't doing anything that people from the beginning of time haven't been doing. Right? Do you right. know, it's like yeah, but what you yeah. but
0: what you are doing, and the thing that's so great is that you do have this platform, and I think you're helping people overcome stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, we true. we talked a lot all the time about. People's ignorance and they they choose not to educate themselves. They pass judgment. Uh, There's all this crap that exists in our society, which is frankly ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's the whole point behind. Because it's
2: easier to discriminate against somebody you don't know, Mm -hmm. but when you meet somebody and they tell you their story and you get to know them as people, then you're like, oh. But isn't that to us? That's the ignorance. That's that's choosing to not educate yourself. But
1: you know what I've realized that hatred. And um, like feeling uncomfortable comes from a place of fear.
2: Uh-huh. And
1: people sometimes, need to they're uncomfortable because they don't understand it yeah
2: they don't know how to respond to it yeah they don't don't know know how how to respond or they don't want to ask
1: a question like the question I just asked it's not an easy question to ask but like I think it's important that on our not too taboo podcast that we talk about the taboo subject so that people out there can start to understand and start to be more educated and start Mm -hmm. to be more knowledgeable Mm -hmm. about these things and And it's
2: okay to say I don't know exactly it's okay to say I don't know um my we have a niece my favorite niece Abby, who has Downs, Down syndrome, and her mom was a special needs teacher, and she's the best mom in the world, and she's our favorite niece because she's always in the moment. She's always, like, telling the truth. She's a truth teller. Yeah. And before I had a niece who had Downs, I wasn't comfortable.
1: Yeah.
2: Because I didn't know the whole story, but I've had to educate myself since then, and also I've gotten to know this kid as a
1: person. Yeah. 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 you know
2: get to know her personhood and her personally right. and I love her right you know but so, see it's such a, it's yeah. such
1: a good point because it's like you were uncomfortable before right. and you didn't know how to act around right. a, a child I don't know how downside. to act yeah or you didn't know what to <laughs> yeah. say or you don't didn't take that personally. you know what I mean though that's yeah. what happens for us yeah. because it's a place of fear of like right. oh do you say hello do you not say hello do you ignore him do you right. this do you that right but it's not until you personally experience it that mm-hmm. you or someone helps educate you about it that you feel right. you know better about right. it so here's my question for you okay. as we're wrapping this up. You're What's gonna, with all the questions? You're gonna
0: steal my question, aren't you? Go.
1: You wanna say ask it? Okay, go. Yes, I will make out with you. And go. Yes. No, just kidding. Well, <laughs> let's wrap this right uh, up. Then. All right, go.
0: I got my special cherry flavor <laughs> chapstick on uh. and everything. No, just with, with the conversation that's happening mm. and the reason for all the questions is because you're helping to educate us, okay. educate our listener. And that's the whole goal of this podcast. So I want to know what you would like others to know about families like yours, mm. where either it's biracial, like whatever it is, because it's not, it's outside the norm. Sure. Right. Which is ridiculous that we have to say that. Right. But what is it that you'd like other people to know? Like what, what is it you'd like to say to those people and have them understand um, about your family?
2: But My family's really at the end of the day, my family's not that different from yours. Yeah. I have a kid who's 15 years old. He's a pain in the ass. He thinks he knows everything. I have to get him up and get him ready for school. I make meals. Um, I want him to be successful. I want him to go out in the world. I want him to be an ethical, good person. Yeah, I feel like, our role as parents is to to raise kids who make the world a better place. Yeah, and I'm always saying to him, the world doesn't need one more selfish person. Yeah, so true. Because uh, if you look at the body of humanity, if you look at the body, you know, a biological body, if there's a cell that only cares about itself and it's only, it's not helping the other cells, that that just that's called cancer. Yes. You yes. know, if you just like care about yourself and you're not contributing to the rest of the body. And I said, your job and this thing is to like take all your talents and all your passion and all your goodness and share it with the world and make it a better place. Mm-hmm. And as long as you do that, then I could rest easy knowing that I did a good job. Yeah. yeah that's you know, awesome. but at the end of the day, we're just like any other. We want the same things straight people want. It's just the only difference is we're gay. So we want nicer things. <laughs> I really love that answer.
0: Because straight people straight people are shooting for like total mediocrity. So oh my I love God, the fact that, so that yeah. My-
1: yeah. Like we're going to change it up now. We're going to play a little fun game. Are you fun ready for game. a game? Okay. Okay. So because you've been in Hollywood, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of like actors. And you're you've been, big time, by the way. You're big time. Way. You've oh, done a wow. lot of you're, you're,
0: you're huge.
1: You've mm. done a lot of things. We're going to call. We're going to play you just play ever game? like look
2: at her like in the middle of the night or after? she's? Are you used to this? What? No, look no, no. Yeah. She
0: catches me actually staring at her. Yeah. Because I find her to be so beautiful. And, uh. and she goes, what are you looking at? <laughs> exactly what she said. <laughs> Don't
1: stare too close at me. Personal. Space. You know what's so funny? He w- every morning I wake up and I'm like at my absolute worst, and mm-hmm. he's like, "You're so beautiful." I'm like, "Oh my god." What's your absolute worst? What is it? She doesn't how- have
2: one. She's I full just, of it. You
1: know when you you know when you wake up first thing in the morning, you have no makeup. I don't have these lashes. Yeah. My hair's not done. Right, I don't. Right, you know, like right. you just don't. You're like you yeah, wake up. You have, like, you have like you have like dirty mouth. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like you're not. Her hair is all
0: messed up. I yeah. want to pretend I was responsible. <laughs> yeah. Like I I called my own name last yeah. night, and you woke up looking there like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, do you guys back, have a big bed. Yes, we have the Tempur-Pedic bed, like yeah. old people with the, the separate that. beds. Yeah, you can jump up and down. And that white yes. glass won't and, up, and, yes. and, it vibrate. and it vibrates, and it vibrates, and it
2: vibrates. My, we have a California king bed because my husband doesn't spoon, and he doesn't want to have anything to do with me in the middle of the night. He's like, stay over there.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. We, okay, yeah. so we our bed because it has it's like two separate beds. Uh huh. Whenever we try to spoon, he falls between the cracks. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Like so he, I'm like, guaranteed, he no like, matter
0: like, what, I'm gonna get some cracks.
1: Doesn't matter, but
2: I will
0: get some. Ding dong.
1: Yeah. See. He's That's one of those too. two jokes. Oh, yeah, It's
2: It's a good one. Uh-huh. Okay, so
1: this game is called Guess Your Co-Star.
2: <laughs> guess my co Oh, God, I'm going to fail at this. Okay, go ahead.
1: <laughs> okay, so. Um,
2: You've worked with a lot of people. Uh,
1: okay, yeah. so let's see.
0: Honey, What's... should we have been nicer to him? He knows a lot of people. I know. <laughs> right on <laughs> okay. this lot, anyway. too. Anyway. I can explain what the game is. The fact that he's worked with so many slubs over the years, we thought it'd be fun to give you some clues. Okay. And have you guess some of your famous co-stars. Okay. So we'll give you a little tip.
2: In the Do I win anything?
1: Yes, a, yes. A, a hug from Slade. I would say no kiss, butt but out, but all in, uh, and
2: I might even wrap okay. a leg around the back. All right, all right. <laughs> Booze kiss, is good
1: kiss too. on the neck,
0: middle okay. on the <gasps> ear. I might. All right,
1: all right. right. Oh, so I'm, he's I'm going falling. big. Oh. Okay, smells
0: okay. really good. Mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. orchid. Yeah. I took note of that. Black orchid smelled great.
1: Okay, so here's the first one. All right. Okay, so this person broke Instagram, mm. gathering a million followers in five hours and sixteen minutes.
2: Oh. Okay, I know who that is. Okay, who? It's Jennifer Aniston. Oh,
1: so good. Okay, and... um, She was so skinny, it scared me. When, really? when? it was
2: like in 99 when I was on Friends like yeah, I was I gonna say you were, the whole you were cast were you the friends? housekeeper
1: the I was the housekeeper.
2: housekeeper who slept with Chandler's father yeah every every morning every Thanksgiving people send me the meme more turkey Mr. Chandler
1: so she was skinny <laughs>
2: back then all of them were it was like there was no craft service table because they wanted all the food delivered to their rooms they all look like lollipop heads like they had these big heads and these like skinny I was like <gasps> really Yeah, yeah.
1: that was me s- back in the day on Housewives when I look back at pictures I feel like I was you a were like, lollipop head really skinny. yeah it was really never me I'll have
2: Tic Tac for lunch.
1: Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You ask the next one.
2: Okay. Okay. So this person
0: was nominated for a Grammy for the song of the year called the best for
1: last. No, it, you said it wrong, you tool. It's called save the best for last. Could you not have oh. this
2: argument in front of me? I mean, kind of come awkward. on, Gretchen. Mom, Dad, stop fighting. Can it's Christmas. Can we make it a little hard? You give him the name of the you song. He knows exactly who race. the artist is. Vanessa Williams. Race. See, he oh, knows. Oh, you are
1: good. Yeah, yeah. See, Gretchen?
2: Way to go. I was obsessed. I used to stare at her, too.
1: Okay, so but you played the flamboyant host of a fictional gossip and news show on Ugly Betty yeah, was with was a real her.
2: stretch. Yeah, uh, Suzuki St. Pierre. I was the... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: How is Vanessa? I'm curious so cool yeah so cool I mean just like
2: yeah she grew up kind of a misfit kid because she was the only black girl in an upstate kind of hick town in new york and so she's very accommodating and one day we were filming and i was like you've made everybody forget that you were miss america yeah like nobody remembers that they don't remember the first first thing about that and like that was the biggest scandal she was the first black miss america and then penthouse came out with some naked pictures and Uh, she was dethroned and then like two years later she was a recording artist and nobody remembered she completely reinvented herself
0: but were they hot pictures
2: yeah yeah.
1: Wait, I have a question. I want to go back to Jennifer real quick. Do mm-hmm. you, if you saw Jennifer or the cast today, would they remember you and be cool with you? Mm,
2: I don't know. She probably wouldn't remember me because there was such a rotating cast of guest stars. You Got know, um, I did see Matthew Perry years later. Yeah, and he kind of squinted at me and blew smoke in my face, like, "Oh, I know you are."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just always curious about that. Yeah. Okay, next, so this, next. one So
2: this
0: individual actually, Gretchen has something in common with her. Oh, we Is know. Her? We know her. Oh. She was Miss Corpus Christi USA and a dancer with Pussycat Dolls. Gretchen has also been a dancer and a performer with Pussycat Dolls. In Vegas. She was a
2: Pussycat Doll? She
0: danced with the Pussycat Dolls. Was but Con- the giveaway is Miss Corpus Christi.
2: Is it Constance Marie? It is not. Nope. Who is it? Shangela. No,
0: it it's is not. Uh, Who is it? I'll give you another hint. She was part of
2: Desperate Housewives. Eva Longoria. There
1: yeah.
2: you go. Eva Longoria. Uh, you
1: know what I didn't know? I didn't she know that she was a dancer. I didn't know she was a she dancer. She was a dancer with Pussycat doll. She was?
2: She must have been the tiniest Pussycat Doll ever. I know. Well, Gretchen came didn't... in a close second then. She was no, little.
1: I, but tiny, like, what are you talking we, about? We used to laugh because like her, uh, like her really uh, hairdresser, really
2: Gabor, was like six, seven. And he said when he put on her makeup, it looked like he was playing with a Bratz doll. <laughs> like could fit, she could fit in the palm of her hand. You know
1: what I got to say? Eva has probably been one of the kindest, most generous celebrities that we've ever met. She's
2: very nice. Mm -hmm. I know her mother.
1: She really? really is No, because so we've sweet. done
0: appearances in Texas. Oh, yeah. we've been to other are events. You, oh,
1: you're
2: not from Texas. You're from Alaska. I'm from Alaska. Yeah. This one went to school in Texas. Oh. Baylor University. And her mother was a special ed teacher. And Eva has a sister who's special needs. Oh, so she she's does. very okay. involved in that community as well. But
1: what I love about Eva is, you know, I was just mentioning, like, do they remember who you are? Even, like, we've only met her a couple of times. It's not like we're best friends or right. anything. But I swear, every time we see her, she's so, she like, yeah. she, she's, she's like, like nice. oh, hi, guys. I, I'm like, ne- she's I never kind. think
2: anybody's going to remember me.
1: Well, but I that's my point. Ever. There's a lot of people that don't, and yeah. you've met them like several times. I ran and into they don't...
2: Um, uh, 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 Jay Leno at the Whole Foods, and he's like,
1: "Hey, you're really funny.
2: You should be on the show." And I was like, "I was on the show last week. Don't even week. get me started. I've been back. on yeah. the show three times."
1: <laughs> There's a whole same story. experience. This
0: one knows Jay. <laughs> no, it's like personally awesome. knows Jay. the same thing to her.
1: At somebody told fiance, me, "Don't take it personally." My fiance uh, was like one of his best friends and I spent a lot of time with Jay and then like uh-huh. I saw him a couple years ago after my fiance died from oh. cancer and he like oh. acted like he didn't even know who I was Is weird oh. but okay so the Two next one is left. successful stand up comedian mm. rumored to have collection of over 500 white sneakers
2: oh Jay Seinfeld
1: yes yeah, yeah. he knows
2: his celebrity he was so tidy I was he was the cleanest heterosexual man I've ever seen interesting yeah I was like wow good info
1: I love He's these so little clean. side infos okay yeah. and the last one ready now, can you
2: say this? He's a quadruple crown winner. Uh oh.
0: I wanted to say the word quadruple for you so that it would take a minute. Cause
1: really? Really? You think I can't say the word quadruple?
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> to my point, up. folks. To shut my point. <laughs> I up. was quadru- trying to help you. Quadruple. quadruple. I was trying. to, You know <laughs> Quadruple what? loose lips sink ships. Quadruple. quadruple. We need to what? put that on a digicon so you can I, play it over a Quadruple. I wasn't
1: gonna be able to say that word. Oh, oh my god! I
0: watched you stumble over your lips for eleven years. Quadruple. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty. That's good that you know. I me was well. trying to
0: help you. Yeah, yeah. One
1: of only few to win quadruple.
0: To my point. I know my wife. I know my wife.
1: Duck quadruple crown of awards. (laughs) You're such a shithead. Okay, you do it. Okay.
0: Okay. Anyway, this individual was one of the only individuals to win the quadruple crown of awards: season in Golden Globe, SAG, BAFTA, and Oscar. That I've worked with. Apparently, you have. He's good looking.
2: Oh, it's a man. Mm -hmm. Like sexual chocolate.
0: I'm giving you a hint.
2: Tay Diggs? Nope. Uh, sexual I would chocolate. agree that guy kind of is sexual um, chocolate. Well, you said chocolate. Yeah. Um,
1: who's sexual chocolate? Think about I, it. He I has to sing. This. He
2: has to act. Recording
0: artist. I mean, he does it all. And you were Katie in an
1: episode of A Star is Almost Born on? Katie Holmes? You said Katie Holmes. Oh,
0: I said that as a as a
2: clue? As, uh, he's been with Katie Holmes? Yeah. <laughs> Have we worked buddy. for Tom Cruise? Okay, Who you... Is, okay, give a, me hoodie, Jamie an Fox. Jamie Foxx. Jamie
1: Foxx, buddy. Jamie Foxx. Don't Fox. give him oh an answer, well, we were going to be here all day. Yeah, but it
2: was kind of fun. chocolate. Oh, my God, <laughs> oh Jamie Foxx. Oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we had to reach back. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay, that was a good job. Okay, do we get a hug and a kiss out that one or what? He and I
0: will embrace later for a lengthy amount of okay, time. Depends okay. on when his hard out job. You out got out most of them
1: right. Thanks for sharing all those. It was good. Jamie Foxx. Good job. He won a BAFTA. Wow. All right, Alec, tell us where people can find you and what projects you have planned. i on social media
2: Instagram uh, at Alec Mappa, Twitter at Alec Mappa. I have a bunch of movies showing right now on Amazon. I have Granddaddy Daycare with Danny Trejo. That's awesome. I have a movie coming out with Ellen Burstyn shortly, Ellen Burstyn and Anne Margaret. (gasps) I don't know when that's on yet. Um, on the DC Universe, you can see me as Animal, Vegetable, Mineral Man on Doom Patrol. I, I wanted a, to be Animal, Vegetable Man. I a supervillain. I recur on Henry Danger, which is a kid show. Yeah. On Nickelodeon as uh, Jack Frittleman. So a, a you're not busy tycoon. at all. You know, well, listen, I'm either home or I'm working. So I'm either home cooking and doing laundry and being a dad or I'm
0: working. You're working. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I don't leave the house.
0: Well, that's why we were so excited for you to actually spend some uh, time with us because we know how important and what a big know, deal you are.
1: We uh, know how busy you are. So we really appreciate you coming uh, out here and uh, meeting us. Will you remember
2: us. me when we ran into each other? Of at, at the uh, South Coast. What's that? Uh, what's the big South mall? South Coast Plaza. South Coast Plaza. I, I promise Plaza,
0: when I, I, I see you it. not to go. <laughs> <laughs> I promise not to call you Rex Lee. Oh,
1: my gosh. Oh, gosh.
2: That happens a
0: lot, too. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Alec. Thank Walmart you. For coming in yeah. and okay. amazing guest. Another oh.
0: episode of Not Too Taffy. Boo!
1: Oh, babe, that was that was an awesome podcast with Alec. Don't you think?
0: Fantastic! It's so much fun having him around. He's got to come back because I know that there's so much more that we could discuss with him.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think what's interesting is um, I, I really, truly, just it's it's so cool when you have someone like on like that that's you know known for being. Uh, a, a comedian and an actor and doing all these great things. But then when you really like dive into their personal life and you see truly who the person is and you get this, you know, um, insight into what makes him tick, I think it's so cool. And I, and I think it brings us to the question of the week because, you know, thinking about everything he had to overcome, everything he had to do is becoming, um, you know, a parent Him and his partner becoming parents to To a
0: child that was deemed unadoptable. Yeah. An older child. Yes. Because again, it's the young kids that get adopted first. Uh A child of different race, Uh a child of color. Yep. You know, dealing with all of those things.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that that they that they just jumped in with both feet and made happen. So the question of the week for you guys is what are you willing to do? To step out of your comfort zone? or to do something you know that's incredibly difficult or seems impossible that would possibly exact positive change in someone's life.
0: That's a good pondering thought, Gretchen. I
1: think so. I think it's I think it's important that we sit back and reflect and say, you know, what what really is something that would be really difficult for us? What would we do that can truly like make something so positive and great for another person's life. I mean, think about what they did for that little boy. It's just so awesome. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. Yeah.
0: Everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. You've been listening to not too taboo on the stage 29 podcast radio network. I just made that up. <laughs> can we go with that? I mean, it was improvisation. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, we appreciate you listening. You can find our podcast on all podcasting platforms. Please remember to subscribe and to download. And you've been listening to not too, not too taboo. taboo.